You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. All right, guys. Hey, it's another week of Maximum Storytelling. It's Annika Godlewski, and I'm here with Josh Nagel. This week, we are going to talk figuring out who your ideal client is and how to formulate all of your, your videos surrounding that audience. So a lot of the work that Josh and I did together um, for law firms was mostly personal injury work. So we were always trying to attract, you know, clients who were well-spoken, understood that they needed an attorney. They could communicate well with the paralegals. They just, you know, they kind of got it. We didn't really love the clients that were extremely needy and they couldn't, you know, they always challenged the decisions that the firm made, you know, things like that. So when you're thinking about who you want as the ideal client, the best place to start is looking at some of the basic things and, you know, in their lives, like what kind of work do they do? Where do they live? What's important to them? You know, for example, if you're a white collar criminal defense attorney, you want to attract business men and women who make money. If you're a personal injury attorney um, and you want those clients who understood that it was important to have good uninsured motorist coverage and understood the importance of medical treatment and understood, you know, how, how important it is to get those lost wages back. If they're not able to work, you're going to want to attract hardworking people who understand the importance of protecting themselves and their families. If you are a divorce attorney who wants, you know, clients who are arguing over a lot of assets, you're going to want to attract clients who make a good living, who are smart and, you know, who simply need guidance. So how does that translate into what we're trying to do video wise, right? You're going to want to use that audience and in the way that you talk. And honestly, I mean, just half of what we do is creating content that's meaningful for our clients and the people watching it. So you could have the best video in the entire world. And if nobody sees it, then there really is not a point in making that video. So we're going to talk about ways to attract your prime demographic, you know, exactly who you are going after. So imagine 1000 people watching your video and 1000 of those people are your exact you know, if you could, if you could handpick a set of clients, it would be these people. Um, so kind of dialing in who you're trying to reach with your content and then also who's engaging with your current content and building stuff around them and what they're watching and what they enjoy to watch. So, and I know, I know in the past we talked about, um, you know, using people in your network as, you know, referrals, but also building content for them that they can share. And it's almost like a double-sided thing. So this is kind of another spinoff of that. But again, knowing who your ideal audience is, is, is really the first step of this, um, how you can dive a little bit deeper. And if you're kind of stuck on, on how to figure that out, take a look at all of your favorite clients over the past, even five years and see what similarities there are between those those people and look at their Facebook pages, look at their Instagram accounts, look at their Twitter accounts. What are they interested in? What are they paying attention to? Where are they going? Who are they communicating with? Nine times out of 10, they're going to be communicating with like-minded people. So pick out the characteristics of those and it can kind of help give you a good jump start of how to figure out your ideal client based on the ideal clients you've had in the past. Another thing that we're, we're thinking about is 
it's hard sometimes for us when we're creating videos because it's easy for us to think about what we think is going to look good and what we think is going to sound good. But potential clients are they're all they're thinking about themselves, right? Especially when they're looking at law, law firm videos because they have a problem. They're not thinking about the, the attorney. They're just thinking about themselves and the problem and how to solve it. So how do you adjust your video to meet that perspective, right? And not your own. I think a lot of it too is, is, I mean, you have other people in your office, so maybe don't post a video right away. You know, if you're, if you're creating content and maybe you're starting a new idea where you're building this playlist, share it with everyone in your office, get their feedback on how they interpret the content. Because again, like Annika said, you see things completely differently than how other people do. Just like, you know, us, us recording this podcast right now, we can watch this after listen to it and, you know, say, oh, wow, I didn't really think that I sounded that way. But, you know, hearing it again, it comes off a little bit differently than what I thought. It's the same thing with video content and marketing, you know, for your firm, hearing it from somebody else or hearing yourself, you know, it's, it's a great idea to like rewatch your stuff, obviously, before you just go ahead and post it, which another reason why it makes live video a little bit more scary. Right. You, don't, you know, the benefit of doing that, but still there's many different tools that you can use analytics, you know, both on your website and on YouTube directly to better hone in on who your target is. And again, who is also already engaging in your content. And it also, I know this isn't necessarily on the specific topic of video or storytelling, but looking at all of your stats and, you know, how many cases you've, you know, opened over the course of the year out of all of those cases, what cases were ideal? You know, what, what clients would you love to have hire you again? Which ones would you really not want to ever deal with ever, ever again, because they're problem clients looking at that list and then identifying, you know, Hey, these are my top, awesome, great clients, not necessarily top based on money or money that you made off of that case. But, you know, these are people I would like to work with again. And again, picking out the good characteristics, but also identifying the bad ones. So sometimes identifying the clients that you don't want to have also helps you figure out the clients that you do want to have. So then it can help you look at things from that client's perspective. And it'll remind you, you know, don't use words that are way too technical or, you know, too hard to understand. Um, don't use a lot of legal jargon. Don't use big words. Don't use all of the things that you know, don't use the same type of conversation that you're used to talking to other lawyers with, you know, you got to use that common, common person. And also if you do, if that's just how you talk and you really can't like dumb yourself down to like, just to have a more general topic of whatever you're talking about, you can always include footnotes in your video that kind of explain, you know, you say something and you rewatch this video and it's like, Oh, Hey, maybe they don't know what this is. So you can, you know, just put a little pop up at the bottom that describes, you know, what it is, or put a little tag, you know, on the top that shows a suggested video of something maybe where you explain what that is. So you can also maybe um, get somebody to watch an extra video after they're done with this one. So, you know, don't think that you have to completely like retrain the way that you think when you're doing these videos. Um, but, you know, there's kind of some workarounds depending on, you know, what you're trying to, to get across. Which is a super important point too, because in some instances, people are Googling maybe there's a specific charge or maybe they're, they got a subpoena and there is this, this high level word that they don't understand. And then when they Google it and they come across your video, they're like, Oh, okay. That is the word that you're talking about. And you can't get, like you said, you can't get around it. You have to talk about that specific thing. Yeah. You're right. That's a really good. There's also, you know, you could create different tiers too, where you've got like some really super basic, you know, concepts to where, 
you're, you know, it's really, you know, the bare minimum of sharing what this is about the subject. Uh, and then you could go another video that's a little bit more advanced um, that maybe, you know, people who kind of know what's going on, they've been in the situation before, they're going to understand more because they've been, you know, a circumstance similar or other attorneys, you know, attorneys learn from each other. So if you're, I know that, you know, we've worked with a couple of attorneys in the past that just love watching other people's content and to get ideas of their own and, and just kind of, uh, you know, share information that way. So creating, you know, multiple levels of content also is a good idea too, because you can build those playlists. If somebody's, you know, on something, it's just really like the ABCs of, you know, of the law. And to speak to your point about having other attorneys as a potential audience too, that works really well with referrals. Because if you have, you know, maybe this younger, fresh, new attorney who has a really great case fall into their lap, but they don't really know how to handle it and they want some help from someone else, they're going to want to look for another attorney who is approachable, but who knows what they're doing and seems like a real person and, and seems like somebody that they can work with. So that's easy to get across in video or using video. If you understand that this version of that video is targeted more towards other attorneys. We were also thinking when you're using real world examples, like let's just say you reference a case that your personal injury attorney, and maybe you reference a case of, or reference an instance where you were able to help a family overcome you know, whatever problem it was, maybe there was a car accident and dad was injured and he wasn't able to work. Well, you're going to want to use the example of a really great situation, right? Even if it didn't necessarily bring that person a lot of money, if you were able to solve their problem and ease their fear and ease their worry, that's going to be way more attractive to a potential client than Hey, I was able to get this guy who had a little bit of whiplash. He was only offered maybe 500 bucks. I was able to get him $10,000, but there was really no emotion and there was really no overcoming adversity. There was really no feeling. It was a great monetary result, but there wasn't really a big story behind it. If you have the choice between those two, obviously err on the side of something that evokes more feeling and more emotion, I suppose, out of the situation. Yeah. And a little bit more that the more that you can dial into the way that your client is feeling in that given time when they're searching for this content, I know like the infomercials you see at like midnight that are like, are you feeling like you? And you're like, yes, I am. That's me. You know, they're talking to me. I feel like that they're talking to me. You can do the same thing with video. So if you are explaining a situation that somebody's actually in um, and you've got a really good title, really good splash image, they've already clicked on the video. And now you're like hooking them in with what you're saying. You know, if, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the medical bills that are coming in and you don't know what to do, they're like, yes, you know, tell me, please. Um, they're going to stick around to find out what they should do to you know, get that help. And that's just a you know, certain situation, but kind of trying to hone in on the way that your client's feeling. And that's why it's important to you know, truly understand what your client's going through because everyone's different. But that's why we talk about doing these different um, stages of you know, asking them questions and doing video stuff all throughout their case because you're documenting the questions that they have. So that's giving you video topics for the future, but it's also giving you a chance to understand truly like what that client's feeling, where they're coming from. And then you can base content, you know, literally based off of them. And it has a real world scenario, you know, this is, this is happening and they're probably not the only one that's feeling this way. And good point on the, you know, using the example of the medical bills, 
how somebody's feeling about their initial emergency room bill, right? They get this bill for 500 bucks. And at first they're kind of like, wait a second, I shouldn't have to pay this bill because I wasn't the one who caused the accident. That's one feeling. It's kind of like this feeling of irritation. Maybe I need an attorney. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but you could use that same concept a year into the case where this person hasn't gotten any better. Now they need surgery. And now they're like, how am I going to pay this bill? It becomes this big, massive, much more than just an irritating problem. It becomes a life altering. How am I going to, I can't work for three weeks after the surgery. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? But you're so right. Because if you ask the client throughout the stages of their case, how they're feeling and what's going on, then you can see that difference. And you can make a video one on the irritation of the ambulance bill, but then two on, Hey, it's going to be okay. We have a solution for you. Even though this surgery seems like not the right thing to do because you're going to be off work, it is the right thing to do because you're going to be pain-free and be able to work for longer. And there's a workaround for it. There's a solution. And that's one of the things that we kept coming across when we do testimonials is we ask these questions, you know, it's not always, you know, fairy tales and butterflies and Hey, everything was great. And you know, it was, it was awesome. We have nothing bad to say the bad things that they do say you could use to your advantage in the future because you can, you can change the way you're doing something. But again, you can also create content around that negativity that they went through. You know, my client did this and this is how we worked around it. And, you know, you don't have to struggle for months. You know, we can do this right away to ease your mind and to help you through, you know, whatever you're going through and hearing it from directly from the client's mouth is another great way. So using those testimonials and you can almost segment, you know, say you do five testimonials and you're kind of asking the same general questions and say three of them have a very similar experience, the way that they felt about, you know, let's say those medical bills, you can create a video by taking different pieces of those testimonials, putting them all together and saying, Hey, here's a group of people who are all going through the same thing. We help them all in the same way. So it's, it's almost like proving your methods and the way that you're doing this. Cause it's, you know, you're getting results, but it's also helping them overcome this feeling that they're having, you know, this problem, you are the solution. And it's not just one happy guy that is giving you a good testimonial because he got a ton of money at the end of the case. It's showing that there is a reputable process in your firm that's working. And you know, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the way that you present yourself and your relationship with the client. So, you know, there's a million attorneys out there, but it's the same with any field, you know, me being in video production, what separates me from other people out there doing video? It's the way that I interact with my clients, the way that we're working throughout the day together. We have fun. It's, you know, by the end of the day, we're, we feel like we're best friends and we're family. And, you know, we're, we've got this relationship now, if it doesn't feel that way, it might be kind of awkward for them as a client. So again, just like be mindful of those things too. It's not all about just, Hey, I'm the best you know, and put that stamp on there and improving that. But it's also just living it every day and just, you know, building those relationships. So we would love to hear your guys' take on identifying your ideal client, what little tricks and tips you use, and then how you also turn around and communicate that through your video. Cause we're always, we're always looking for ways to take videos, but dig a little deeper behind and the reasons behind behind can't talk today. The reasons behind why we do what we do and why you want to get that message across. It's not only to toss another video up on YouTube. It's to create this whole culture of, Hey, I do what I do because I'm passionate about it. And how can I, how can I get other people in the community on board with understanding that as well? And our goal too, is also to maximize, you know, that what you're doing and make sure you're doing it the right way and including, you know, all the SEO that you need to, and, you know, kind of just 
taking it as far as it can go, because again, you can have a great video, but if no one sees it and your client, you know, your ideal demographic doesn't see it, then, you know, you should probably rethink the way that you're doing it. So don't be afraid to share with us any of the tips that you guys have. And we were, we are always looking for questions on videos, questions on storytelling, questions about YouTube, about Facebook, about Instagram, about anything, because that is what we're here for. Every week, uh, 12.30 Central, 1.30 Eastern, uh, Maximum Storytelling every Wednesday. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week. To stay connected, join us on the Maximum Lawyer Facebook group. See you there.